example, who has transformed the way she sees her life and using it to change and help other people's lives than the speaker you have today. And that speaker is my sister-in-law. Her name is Alana Malstein. And literally, around the world, literally, internationally, is helping people find a better and more powerful way to live while still being part of this world. And without further ado, we're excited as part of this amazing week to introduce Alana. Thank you. Everywhere else, I'm a nutritionist. In this building, I'm Rabbi Einhorn's sister-in-law. That is my biggest claim to fame. Um, hello, everyone. Okay, so I am a registered dietitian, a nutritionist. A nutritionist is someone who studies food, okay? A little bit of background. I used to be really, really, really overweight and unhealthy. Um, like, I, at four years old, I was very, like, bullied in the class. I was made fun of. I was much bigger than all the other kids, than any of you. And um, I really, like, felt unhealthy and unwell. And my doctor kept saying, you're really unhealthy, you're really unwell. And But I just kind of kept rolling with it and rolling with it and choosing the unhealthy options and not really being encouraged to eat healthier because it kind of seemed like it was a chore. And it was eventually when I was 13 years old, going into high school, that I was like, you know what? The chore is staying unhealthy. My energy is just not com anything compared to my friends. I'm not able to you know, ride roller coasters and learn how to ride a bike and rollerblade because I was just in such an unhealthy state. It was actually holding me back from being a kid, from having fun. So I really come from a place of so much passion and joy when it comes to nutrition because it's really been the gateway into living my best, healthiest, most vibrant life, okay? And so I have a very, very, very positive view of good food, and I want to show you what those good foods are, okay? And I know you all want to know how to gain muscle, how to be LeBron James, and we'll get to that because that is very important and relevant because if you hear what LeBron James eats or what Tom Brady eats, they fuel their muscles and they prepare for their games with proper nutrition. So I'm going to go from that lens because I know that that's really what you guys care about. Okay, I'm going to start with four food groups. You might have seen this like big pyramid of what to eat and it's called the food guide pyramid. It's a little bit dated. We're not using it as much now because it's really overwhelming and not really what we really necessarily need to have. So the new update is to kind of see it as a plate. So I'm gonna show you what that plate looks like. And it's veggies is one food group, okay? And I have fun food models. Then we have protein. Protein, you guys are probably really care about protein if you care about muscles and we'll get to the reasons why. And then we have grains. We have pasta, we have you know, noodles, bread, all those things. And then we also have what I call like condiments, accessories, like fats and oils and cheeses and, and all those good things, okay? Um, and then, and sugars and everything like that. Okay, so let's get into it with veggies, okay? I love veggies. Veggies are the best. Make the face that you make when you hear the word veggies. Yummy. Yummy, there you go, that's my kid, okay. So can we? Yeah, that's what I was kind of meant to. The reason was more like a word like can we? Okay, but you have to know that you cannot be long-term healthy, right? You could be healthy as a kid. You could be healthy as like a 20-year-old. But long-term living, 
healthy and well, which I know it's hard to think long-term like being a healthy, fit grandparent now, but living a long, healthy, vibrant life cannot be without vegetables, okay? Vegetables are literally what our whole body and system are made of. Are you guys learning biology yet or not really? No, okay. Well, in our bodies, our bodies break down to millions of cells, right? We have millions of cells. We have trillions of bacteria. We have so much going inside, inside this body, right? And every single cell has so much going into it. So when you start dissecting, when you start really learning biology, you'll see that every single cell of our body, which is like millions just lined everywhere, need vitamins and minerals to be optimal, to work. And vegetables, you might hear all the time, have vitamins and minerals, blah, blah, boring. But the bottom line is, literally within these plants that grow from Hashem, from the earth, Hadamah's the my favorite bracha to make, to make, is literally filled with everything that our cells need to thrive, to have energy, to have strength, okay? And that is why we love veggies. But, of course, you're like, eh, that doesn't sound interesting. So let's get into how to make them delicious, okay? We love salt on potato chips. We love salty snacks. We love bisley. We love potato chips. We love all that stuff. Put salt on your cucumbers. The most delicious thing ever. Um, a little salt goes a long way in eating more veggies. You might think like, no, isn't salt not great for you? Actually, you guys are sweating. You are active. Do you ever like run around after recess and like take a lick of your sweat and feel that it's like salty? That's because, in fact, exactly, that's because we are humans and we're actually the only mammal out of all mammals where 1% of our blood actually consists of salt, okay? Salt is important. If you are sweating a lot, then it's okay to add a little salt to your cucumbers. And this is because we need to replace that salt because it's actually really important for our mood regulation. Do we need a lot of salt coming from lots of bags of bisley to potato chips to bisley to potato chips to french fries and hot dogs and all the things? Of course, we could like kind of spread that out more throughout the week. But a little bit of salt on roasted broccoli actually makes it taste almost like popcorn. I know you're probably like, that's not a fact. But the truth is you could really take a big tray of broccoli or ask your mom to and add some broccoli to it. You add a good amount of olive oil or avocado oil. You massage it in with a good amount of salt. You roast it. It does. It gets crispy. It gets delicious. And my kids actually like devour it because it's good. Veggies are delicious. And you might not think they're delicious yet, but I need you to be encouraged to learn how to love them. It could be a salad with lots of dressing on it. It could be, you know, your mom's best soup. It could be a chicken soup. But like the more veggies you eat, the better you feel. That's the bottom line. Okay. Now let's get into protein because you all care about protein. And if you don't yet, you should, and you really need to, because as growing kids and soon to be teenagers, protein is one of the most vital nutrients. Why? Because you need it for growth and development. So you could eat veggies all day and I'll give you energies and I'll help make you full and I'll help you go to the bathroom and all the things. But protein is actually needed also in every single cell and in order to build muscle. So why do people who are going to the gym and building lean muscle take protein shakes, eat chicken breast and all those things and eat cottage cheese, um, which I have here, is because it's a lean source of protein. And when you're exercising and you're doing push-ups or you're running or you're like, I don't know, starting to want to build muscle and get strong, every time you actually build muscle or exercise or do a baseball game or a soccer game, you may actually tear some of our muscles. They have to like kind of almost like tear down before they get built up. 
And if they, after a workout, after baseball games, soccer practice, basketball, and all the things, you might see, like, you might not see, but inside your body, your muscles tore a little bit. We want to be eating protein at that next meal. So it helps rebuild that muscle back. So you could actually see gains or like those muscles start to form. That's why people who go to the gym or like to work out or like to build muscle really do like to focus on protein at their next meals because it helps rebuild back the muscle. So you're not like working out and then just eating, you know, food that doesn't have protein like chips or cookies that kind of don't maximize your effort. But if you have protein, it actually maximizes what you did on the field, in the court, in the gym, and so forth, okay? So that's why we love protein. Examples of protein, and I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna let you guys ask a million questions. That's why I'm not keeping it as engaged because there are a lot of us and then I'll get to it. But chicken, cottage cheese, I have steak here. Um, we got lots of good food here, okay? So chicken, steak, cottage cheese. Um, Greek yogurt, uh, the meat and chillant, salmon, tilapia, okay, halibut, grilled fish from fish grill. This is important, okay? We need steak, chicken, all the things. If you're vegan and you don't like animal proteins, there's also tofu, there's edamame, okay? But we definitely need protein. And you guys especially need more protein than I necessarily need, okay? Growing kids have very high protein needs. And inside protein, things like steak, you also have iron. Iron is very important for you kids. As you grow, it helps your blood circulate so you can actually maximize your time on the court, on the field, and so forth. So we have veggies, we have protein. Now let's get into those fiber-filled, wonderful carbohydrates. So... There are wonderful carbohydrates that we need for energy, okay? So we need bread for energy, that's whole grain. We need sweet potatoes. We need lots of delicious fruit. I have, uh, my fruit models aren't that cute, but um, my melon looks good. Okay, so we have things like popcorn and melon and sweet potatoes and whole grain bread and whole wheat pasta and chickpea pasta and all these things and also it could be pizza crust and other kinds of pasta. But these are amazing whole grains and starchy vegetables and high fiber filled carbohydrates like fruit that give us amazing energy. Why do we want to get our good carbohydrates from things like this to give us energy? Because they contain fiber. We need fiber. Only 5% of the United States is getting enough fiber. Only 5% of the United States is getting enough fiber. I need you guys to help me increase that number. Fiber is essentially the building blocks that makes all of our grains whole, our veggies and so forth. We need it, it helps us, so we have sustained energy. So LeBron James and, name me like the top athlete that I just don't know right now, Tom Brady, fine, I love Tom. I love Tom Brady. Serena Williams, I'll throw a girl in there. Tom Brady, by the way, I study Tom Brady's diet. I love to hear what he eats. I love to hear how LeBron eats because they are eating for optimal fuel. They have dietitians like me helping them literally examine every single morsel they put into their body so it can optimize. And we don't have to do that. We could eat also for enjoyment and satisfaction, but it is important that we learn to optimize. And if LeBron James and Tom Brady aren't eating things like this before they head out to a game, then they might have energy and it will crash. So we need things like fruits and sweet potatoes and whole grain bread and bean pasta or the beans in a chillant or a bean salad that your mom might make because it helps give you 
sustained energy so you can last a whole game. Not just a quick, you know, it's a race, you versus me. Who can run to, like, one side of the court faster? Great, but then, like, are you, can you not make the second half of a game? That's not worthwhile. We need to be able to maximize our efforts every single quarter of a game, all throughout recess. And that's why we want to choose things like popcorn as our snack as our snack throughout the day. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Then we also have healthy fat. So we need our healthy fat. I think Enrique has my like little muffin. Okay. So we have that. We have healthy fat in nuts, in butter, in cheeses, in all these things. Healthy fats are also critical for our brain. Also, we need fats in every part of our cell. So avocado, olive oil, a little butter on your toast or your green beans, all good, okay? We need healthy fat. It also keeps us fuller longer, and we need it for our skin, for our nails, and to protect each of our cells and cell barriers. Then, of course, we have treats and sweets and things like that, right? Apple pie and... I don't know. I have some good things here. I have like um, jelly, apple pie. Okay, I thought I had more. Like, oh, I have a brownie here. Okay. These sweets and treats, apple pie, brownie, cookies, jelly, things like this are totally fine. Totally part about being a kid, being a person, wanting to eat delicious foods and having treats and sweets. But what's really interesting is I get these food models, which kind of like you guys can touch and play with, but they're actually really expensive, so please like be careful with them. But anyway, these are actually the sizes of what a brownie is supposed to be. Isn't that like, and like this is a slice of apple pie. And I always think it's funny because I have these food models that even help me realize that like at a Shabbos meal, especially if it's someone's birthday, Usually, like, there are fancy cakes now. Like, the cakes are, like, eight tiers, and they're really high. So even if you get a small piece, it's, like, takes up half a plate, right? And then we have, you know, we go to a birthday party, and there are brownies there, and there's cake, and there's, like, I mean, Simchas Torah, like, all these things. Simchas Torah and Purim, it's not one thing, two things, three things, four things. Sometimes it's, like, 25 things. There's ring pops, there's sour sticks, there's jelly beans. There's, like, we could all go on for hours and hours and hours. So this stuff is totally fine to eat, but my favorite phrase that I use it for myself, so I don't overeat these things, and that I use for my kids is, let's feed our body what it needs before we give it just what we want. Because if you start a meal, if you're like, mommy, I'm not hungry, I'm not hungry, I'm not hungry, when's dessert, right? That's like every Shabbos, right? Oh, I don't need to eat at the table, I'm not hungry, I'm not hungry, when's dessert? If you start with dessert, you just want to eat more and more and more dessert. But if you start with a piece of brisket, some roasted broccoli, a good salad, a piece of kugel, and then you go into dessert, it really does help you still want to choose some fresh fruit, have maybe one or two, three things, and then kind of feel like you're done and satisfied. If you start with dessert, it makes you forget how important all these other food groups are. Okay? So that is my little spiel. Now I want to take questions. Alright, you shut up real fast. That's a very good question. The question was, what about a sushi roll that has avocado and cucumber in it? Does that have everything? So a sushi roll, a sushi roll is really interesting because white rice breaks down in our body very, very similarly to white bread in that it gives us energy. It gives us energy, and it's a carbohydrate that we need for energy. It's great to choose brown rice on a sushi roll. You really can't taste the difference. And it's more fiber that, again, we need for our brain, for our 
bathroom habits, for our strength, for feeling more full, okay? But the rice takes care of the green category. Then he said cucumber and avocado. Avocado is the fat. What? Fish inside. There we go. Then we have all four food groups. If we have a, a sushi roll that's rice is kind of similar to a grain, then we have cucumber. I have cucumber here. I don't know where my avocado is, but that would be our fat. Seaweed, we add another veggie in addition to the cucumber, and then we're missing the protein. So there, I really recommend if you guys aren't used to sushi rolls with protein in it, now you're growing up, now you gotta get used to it, okay? Because otherwise, we're missing that protein category, and like I said, protein is very important for you. I'm gonna take this question, yeah. What about like apples and berries? Apples and berries are your best friends. We are not getting enough fruit. Apples and berries are another example of those good carbs we need all day. It is crazy to me. I just saw a recent study this week on how Americans are doing in meeting the recommended amounts of fruits and vegetables. I can't believe how little fruit we are eating in America. And honestly, it's like sad to say, but we are one of the least healthy countries compared to places like Israel that are so healthy. So healthy and people live long and they live healthy and they live really well and we are not eating enough fruit fruit is nature's candy that is hashem's candy that he gave to us it literally comes from earth and it's designed for that sweet treat so when you guys are packing snacks for school think about things like popcorn a clementine an apple a banana these are the things our bodies need throughout the day yeah where like Give me an example like Jeff's, like a chicken salad from Jeff's. So chicken salad from Jeff's. We have chicken is our protein. We have the salad is our veggie. We have the dressing, which is a healthy fat. And then we're missing like a carb there. We need like a carb there. So if you are obsessed with like, it comes with, what? So cucumbers are another veggie. You can add, if you want, like if you know that every time you go to Jeff's, you're obsessed with their fries, then it's a nice thing to balance something like fries that are a carb with something that's really hitting all the other food groups like the chicken salad. Do we have any? Yeah, I want to make sure I get every salad. Yeah. Uh, for all these like different types of ice creams that are made out of like almond milk and stuff, would that be the same to like eating just almonds or something? That's a really, really good question. It's something like almond milk ice, like almond milk made ice cream, the same thing as eating almonds. So not quite um if you look at the nutrition label it's really i mean you guys i feel like are the oldest of the group yeah okay so if you look at a nutrition label i don't have one here but does anyone have a snack on them yeah throw it to me okay so i so i need a we're gonna do a little math problem here okay you can put your hands on for a second because i'll i'll do it we're gonna do a demonstration Okay, this is Fruit Loops, okay? Fruit Loops, okay? This is Fruit Loops. Now, you can look at the food label on the back. This is what tells us everything. This is what tells us buy me, buy me, buy me. This is how you decide, do I wanna buy it? Do I wanna eat it? Do I wanna buy it? Do I wanna eat it? So they try to make this look really fun and tropical and exciting so that you don't ask yourself the questions of, do I need to be buy it? Do I need to eat it? Okay. So we're smart. We go to Yavne. We know like critical thinking skills. So we're going to keep our heads on this label and not just always get fooled by the front. Okay. So we're going to look at the label. 
Now, the fat here, okay, help me with this exercise. The fat in here is, is at one. The carb in here is 37. So fat is one, carb is 37, protein is two. What's the most, what was the highest number for which one? The carb. So we're gonna call this a carb, okay? Because it's not, it's not a fat, it's not a protein, right? And we know it's not a veggie, right? Do I have to tell you that? No, I think we, we, I think we know. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on. That was a good question. I heard a good question. Someone said it's a fruit. Fruit Loops are a fruit. Okay, you will know if Fruit Loops are a fruit because all of you in here know how to read. So I really, really, really want you to see it's in very small font in the ingredients. I want you to see if you can find a fruit in here. Okay, so I'm gonna read it off. Let me know, stop me if I ever hit a fruit. Cornmeal, flour, yellow number five, blue number one, yellow six, vitamin C, iron, oat fiber, vegetable oil. Did I mention a fruit? Vegetable oil, oh my gosh. Okay, okay, that's funny. Okay, so we know. All right, so, okay, so we know that this has things like corn in it, but the vegetable oil we're gonna call oil is more of a fat, okay? So this definite, that's why there was that one gram of fat was because of the vegetable oil in it. Okay, so we know that this is now a carb. Now, what was the original question? Is, is almond milk, right, is almond milk mean you're eating almonds? So it's fruit loops like you're eating fruit. So we're gonna go, this is a really fun exercise, okay? For probably, if you guys can keep up, I want you to keep up, but the older kids, I really want you to get this, okay? When you see that the total carb is 37, okay, I want you to look at the first number, okay, because the first number is about 10%. We always want about 10% of every carb to have fiber in it. So if the total carb is 37, just move the decimal over and that's 3.7. That's how much fiber you want. So I want you to look at this. So total carb is 37. How much fiber? We want 3.7. It's at two, okay? So this is, thankfully it doesn't have zero, because we usually look at all your snacks. If it has zero fiber, it's probably not worthwhile, right, to be focused on. It's something you can have as a treat, but maybe not something you want to bring every day as a snack. Now this does have two grams of fiber. We want it to be a little higher, but this is still a worthwhile snack, and like this is a carbohydrate. Is this like eating fruit? Not necessarily the same. Is almond milk ice cream the same thing as eating almonds? Not necessarily the same. And I want you guys to now look at the food label and see kind of where food category is going to. But it's probably not a fat, but a healthy fat, which is where almond milk goes. It's probably being somewhere like a tree. Great question. Um, anything from this side? Yeah. That's okay. Any other questions here? Okay. Yeah. The milk is the <coughs> You guys can pass around. Yeah. That is such a good question. How, all right, I'm going to take it back if we can. Okay, I'm just going to take it back. It's literally just part. Okay, so the question is, is a protein shake, is a protein shake the same as eating a meal with protein in it? Such a good question. His opinion is no. Well, the, the, the answer is 
The answer is it all depends on how you make it. Okay. If you buy like a protein shake or drink something on the shelf that says protein shake in it, it can be filled with lots of silly stuff. But if you want to make a protein shake at home, we can make it really, really, really great. Now, the key is to start with a good protein. There's a lot of good kosher parv options. There's a brand like Orgain. There's like some that sell in kosher markets, but like definitely like Whole Foods has a lot of like OU approved um, protein powders. And I always recommend if you're having this for protein, it should have at least 10 grams of protein in it. So like protein powders that have six grams of protein probably has a lot of other stuff in it, not necessarily protein. So a good protein powder with like 10 grams of protein, some milk, like a good amount of milk or almond milk, then add lots of fruit, add half a banana, add frozen strawberries, blend that up. That is like a, a worthwhile protein shake. Sometimes when you buy it from a store, it has like fruit juice in it, like apple juice in it, orange juice, all those things. You wanna be using real fruit, not necessarily juice. Great question. What's the best protein source? That's such a great question. Honestly, they all, that's a great question. I love questions like that because they, they're like the nutrition nerd in me wants to answer really smart. I'd say the best protein source is actually something like salmon, like a good quality fish, like halibut or salmon, because we, having omega-3s is super important and it's very important for our mood. Great question. Such a good question. Oh my gosh, the question was, okay, quiet, because these are such good questions and they might be your questions, okay? The question was, does cooking food change the nutritional value? It does, but sometimes for the better. So a lot of people always say like, oh my God, if you like overboil carrots, then it doesn't have as much, actually carrots was a bad example because you could boil carrots and actually have everything. Something like boiling broccoli, like sometimes people would say like, oh, you lose a little vitamin C when you boil broccoli. It doesn't matter. If boiling it makes you eat more of it, you're gonna hit all the vitamin C needs you need. Um, but there are other cooking things, like if you saute spinach, I think I have spinach, or eh, this kind of looks like spinach. I have two broccolis. But if you saute something like spinach that's high in iron, remember, you guys need iron for your blood flow, for your optimization, for your growth. It's really good for your blood. So if you cook something that's dark and green, like broccoli or spinach, in an iron pan, it will actually increase the iron in the food. So that's a really good point. And I'll also add, this is probably over all of your heads, but eating healthy foods together increases the nutrition quality. So something like iron is best friends with something like vitamin C. So if anyone makes like a mandarin orange spinach salad, then you're getting more vitamin C and more iron from the meal. Oh my God, the questions. Those are so cute. I love, sorry, I mean, you're handsome and you're strong and you're smart. Um, um, okay. <laughs> All right, back there. Yeah, isn't that cool? I think that's like a fun step because a lot of people think you need to eat vegetables raw and the truth is you don't. Like cooking them can actually increase their, a different form of their nutrition quality and can improve digestion. Sometimes if you eat a lot of raw cauliflower by itself, I like to do that, but it can make you a little gassy. But if you cook it out a little bit, it doesn't have that same effect. Okay, back there. How bad is a burger price for you? Okay, that's a really, really, really good question. There's no one food that is that bad for you. 
The thing when it comes to nutrition or learning Torah or anything is it's a cumulative effect, right? If you learn lots of Torah for three hours straight, you're not a Torah expert. Like you want to be consistent with it. You want to learn Torah every single day. So it builds your expertise. The same thing with nutrition. There's not like one meal that's so healthy that you're going to be healthy forever. There's not one unhealthy meal that's going to make you unhealthy forever. How to make a burger and fries more like a meal that you want to be eating all the time I would say um, is, can we do the burger perhaps? If you want it in the bun, then we have the bun is the carb, the burger is the protein. Can we have like roasted green beans with that or baby carrots and hummus with that? Because we had, if we had baby carrots and hummus as like the crunchy side, then we have our carb in the bun, we have the burgers or protein, we have veggies or carrots, and hummus like has some, or hummus or guacamole has some healthy fats in it. So that would round it out. If you love the fries and you're like, I'm not giving up on fries and I don't want a burger without the fries, then you could also have the burger like with maybe in like one tortilla instead of two buns, like kind of have a little bit less and balance it out like that and still have something like a salad or eat a burger with a fork and knife like you would a steak. How many more questions do we have time for? Four more questions or four more minutes? Oh, okay. So we have time for like one more question. You remember, he remembered his question. He remembered his question, so it's fair. If one of us tries like, like, um, like let's say the rocks um, die, will it work for us or, or it only works for him because like, like um, he's like already has a lot of muscle and he's like older and like. Such a good question. Like, can we eat like the rock eats and be healthy and well and fine? So guys, listen up, listen up, okay? Listen up, I need you all, I need you all to understand this, okay? Because if you're on social media and all the things, or reading even Men's Health Magazine, a lot of times they'll say what I eat in a day. And it shows what a celebrity eats in a day, okay? That is never that true. Just, 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 in, just so you know. Because like I know, because I actually work with celebrities and I actually have done these videos myself, but like, what I eat in a day, what my diet looks like, is usually not 100% true. It's usually like made really pretty for social media or for the ad thing, or like they add things that they don't necessarily eat because they want to seem balanced, or they take away things that they really do eat because they don't want to seem so extreme. So we really don't know what anyone else eats. And also nobody eats the same thing every single day because that's just literally, I've never met anyone on earth who is able. So, but the question is how to eat like The Rock. So The Rock is, the number one person on Instagram, I believe, and everyone wants to see. The Rock does something that I don't think is smart, which is he has things like cheat days or cheat meals and all those things. And honestly, that does not work out for someone's health or well-being. If you guys want a dessert or want lots of burgers and fries or whatever you want to have, that is a treat. Like when you eat something on Purim, like that's a treat. That's a moment to treat. But there's nothing wrong with that. So he kind of has this like very extreme lifestyle where he eats, I don't like boiled chicken and raw spinach that tastes bleh, like five days a week. And then he has like these insane Instagram pictures and I don't even know if that's real. So I wouldn't do anything like that. Yeah, probably not. And also I, on top of that, I also want you guys to realize The Rock or Tom Brady or LeBron or your older brother or your dad or your teacher is also probably taller, older, works out more, sleeps less, bless you, and has different needs. So I want to speak to you all as growing boys 
that are in this like preteen category where you need good amounts of protein, you need good vegetables, you need fiber and things like sweet potatoes and fruit, and you need healthy fats and things like guacamole and avocado um, because that is really what's gonna make you thrive. The Rock has very different needs because honestly, even though he looks that good, he's kind of like an old man these days. So it's not, it's not a worthy of a comparison. I'll take one last question. He looks like he's itching in the purple. What? What a great question. Cauliflower, my favorite question I think of the day because I love them both. Cauliflower or broccoli, best, best question. I want you to hear why, back to veggies because I'm a little biased, I told you. Guys, quiet. I'm a little biased. I told you that veggies are my favorite food category because that's what we really need to have throughout life so much and learn to love. The question was cauliflower and broccoli. So I'm gonna answer with every single color of the rainbow in your fruits and vegetables has a different, unique, special superpower, okay? I mean it. Greens have very different nutrients, not very different, but new different nutrients than red peppers, than orange carrots. White vegetables, like white onions, and white cauliflower and white mushrooms have their own unique subset of polyphenols, antioxidants, things that like you'll learn more when you get hopefully into biology or take advanced nutrition classes in college, I hope, that you'll realize the difference in all of these things. So there's benefits to cauliflower and to broccoli. You could even get the mixes or you could switch off. One night is red. We do tomato stewy pizza sauce type of stuff. The next night is orange. We do baby carrots and hummus. The next night is Wednesday. We're doing red, orange, help me like. Then we do onions and roasted cauliflower. Then we do greens. We have sauteed spinach. We have roasted broccoli. We have all that stuff or a big salad. And then you can hit like the purple category like red onions, purple cabbage, or you know, um, or have lots of berries that day too. Guys, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you.